Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hello, everybody. Hello, and we are so excited not to be alone today. We have our dear friend, Mystic Channel Psychic, Mr. David Lyon. Thunderous round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) What's popping? You're popping. We're so excited (laughs) to have you here. It's been a minute, like you said, since we've all kind of reunited. How's life? Life is is incredibly magical, I have to be honest. You know, I'm out here in Costa Rica with my wife, Avea, and, you know, we're just bringing in all kinds of magic and exploring all kinds of new realms of creativity and service, and so it's been very exciting. Yeah, um, it's looked very beautiful. It's like you escaped from the States and into paradise, so... And you're the reason that I've been trying to convince my husband. I'm like, we need to go down to Costa Rica. And we're like trying to find any reason because it feels like every spiritual person that I know suddenly got the message or the memo that I didn't get at that time to just head down there. Is it because of like there wasn't as many restrictions or Tulum? You know, it's interesting because originally we were trying to go to Bali and so to speak got called to Bali and then it was between Tulum and Costa Rica. And um, so we end up in Costa Rica. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, congratulations on that, yeah. on all of that. And um, maybe for those who aren't tuning in, by the way, we're live on Facebook and I, I saw someone say, oh my gosh, you have one of my favorites on. I know some some of our listeners are definitely fans of yours. Um, but for those who maybe are new to the podcast and, and new to you, would love if you could give a little bit of maybe your backstory and, and what you do and introduce people to David Lyon. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I guess you could say I'm someone who really loves to help people deepen their connection with source inside their heart and, and everything that, that comes with your intuitive gifts, spiritual gifts, and whatnot. Um, I've spent the last 10 years of my life showing people how to embody their higher self and their spiritual gifts and create their life from a space of their inner magic and excitement rather than their exhaustion and the struggles. And um, yeah, so I mean, you know, my background is as a street magician and as a hypnotist and spiritual guide, and I kind of blended my worlds of of entertainment and, um, and art with wisdom and knowledge so that it can allow these teachings to be more playful and more fun and more captivating as opposed to so serious and so rigid. 
Love that. Yeah, I remember when you first we first met you when we were at the Mystic Manor, which is also a very magical place, which you were you just showed up on the doorstep. Um, you told us about how you did your goal. You you manifested doing a magic trick for Drake. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which I yeah. think is yeah. I, every, I think of you every time I see him now. So yeah, I, yeah. When I when I think of David, I um, remember Amber being hypnotized and as she's going down she's like no 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 I just I remember I just that crack up thinking about that yeah I, I remember that was that was interesting because it's like she was going into trance and then she realized how deep she was going and so her conscious mind was like trying to pop back out <laughs> and it was, it was hilarious yeah. yeah that was really funny yeah, when we met David, he did like a little uh, group hypnosis for all of us. And I was amongst people who had never been hypnotized and was convinced that I could not be hypnotized. And I guess being hypnotized is a little different than I thought it was. Like, yes. I guess for some people, it's it, they can go into different uh, levels of deepness, right? Yeah, it's more a question of how deep in the water are you willing to go? Mm-hmm. You know, you, ah. you, could, you could stay in the shallow end and kind of get a mild level of trance and where you're just more open and receptive in general, but you're very much there, so to speak. And then there are people who go very deep into the water and it just, it feels like a sleep-like state, but where things are happening automatically, much like it does in your dreams. So mm-hmm. it's, there's definitely different ranges. Is When you say willingness to go there, is it like, so it's about your level of opening, like being open and receptive? Or like, could I respond differently to hypnosis now than I did last time I tried? Thousand percent. Yeah, thousand percent. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's, from my experience, it's a dance of things, right? You know, because there's, everyone can be hypnotized, but not everyone's ready to be hypnotized. And so, and so it's not the hypnotist doing something to you. It's more of a, of a dance that you're getting involved in where at me as the hypnotist, I'm offering you GPS like directions. I'm like, okay, now do this, now go that. And I'm, you know, I'm pulling your arm, I'm doing different things. Where on your end, it's the willingness to let yourself experience and be open as opposed to resist and analyze and, you know, which also depends where you might be in your life in that moment, you know, and what, wherever you're at. So there's, there's so many different factors. And so that's, it, it is really more of a dance, you know, and just, just to give an idea, you know, so I got into hypnosis because I got hypnotized by a 12 year old boy in 2008 which is one of my favorite stories ever, you know, because it's like, like, like everyone, well, like a lot of people think, they might go, yeah, I believe hypnosis is real, but I don't think it'll work on me because my mind is too strong and I'm too this and I'm too that. So that's exactly what I said. And this 12-year-old kid, him and his father, they were the world's fastest hypnotists. And they knew how to hypnotize anyone in less than a second. And to make a long story short, basically when I, I volunteered to have this experience because I wanted to experience hypnosis before learning it. And it was the kid who came up and just looked at me. He's like, will you listen to all my instructions? And I was like, sure, kid. <laughs> and he just took my hand and told me to t- take a deep breath in, yanked my arm and said sleep. And I would just, and I just tranced out. And the experience was very different than 
what I thought it would be. You know, I thought I would be asleep, so to speak, but I was very much aware of everything that was going on, but I was in a heightened state of awareness. I was just even more aware of my inner world and things of that nature, which on an energetic level lets us know it's actually a higher frequency when you're going into hypnosis. A lot of people, when they think subconscious mind and unconscious mind, they think lower, Mm. but it's actually higher. Because it's your unconscious mind, the highest frequency, that informs the subconscious, that informs the conscious. So it's the higher realities informing these ones. And so all of that to say, I got hypnotized in that experience. And then I learned hypnosis, became very good at it. But then got to this point where because I knew it so well, now whenever another hypnotist went to hypnotize me my mind was so busy being aware of like oh now they're doing this and now oh that's a good word i never thought of that like (laughs) i I couldn't get out of the analytical mode Mm -hmm. and then i had a very unexpected surprise where i went to a hypnosis training i think it was like 2012 and by this point i really wanted to experience hypnosis again i went i trained with all the best hypnotists you could you could research and look up i've trained with all of them and None of them were able to hypnotize me the way that I am able to hypnotize others. And fully because of me, you know, they're doing their role, but I didn't know how to do my part of it. And during this training, I was, it was another training event to learn hypnosis. Part of the practice was to have the students, us as the students, to just go practice one element of hypnosis. And it was just to go practice the induction, meaning pulling someone's arm and saying sleep and then waking them back up. That was it just to practice that chunk. And so we paired people up. And so it was me and this kid. And because I wasn't going into this with the mentality of, okay, I'm going to get hypnotized. He's just, I I just had the thought he's just practicing. Mm -hmm. So what I did just to make the practice more fun for him is I pretended, I voluntarily pretended to go into hypnosis. Little did I know that was the trick. You know, so he, you know, he did his thing. He pulled my arm, said sleep. And I acted, I pretended like I was in a deep trance and I let my body and my mind go there just so he could have that experience. And then by the end of it, he was like, count of three, eyes open, your feet are going to be stuck to the ground. And I was just taking it as practice. I'm like, eyes open, wide awake. I opened my eyes. And in my head, I'm like, cool, good job, man. And I was about to go back to my seat. And he was like, try and get up. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, no, I'm like, I, I was I was just pretending I wasn't actually hypnotized. And he's just like, try and get up. I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it, bro. I wasn't actually doing it. He's like, just try and get up. And I go and I'm trying to get up. And I literally I'm stuck. I'm trying with all my I couldn't do it for the life of me. And and then finally, he released me with a suggestion. And it just gave me such an epiphany because we often liken hypnosis to daydreaming. And the way that you get into a daydream is you voluntarily start thinking thoughts and imaginations. And as you're like, oh, wow, I have this performance coming up. I see myself on stage. And so you're voluntarily thinking the thoughts. And and at some point, unbeknownst to you, it becomes a daydream. Mm -hmm. And so it was the exact same thing that I did is I voluntarily went with the process. And then at some point, all of a sudden, I'm in hypnosis. I had no idea. So it was a, a great little gem of, of wisdom for anyone wanting to experience some hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks for sharing that story. It's it's so fascinating. Every time you talk about hypnosis, it makes me very, very interested in hypnosis because it makes me understand the power of suggestion and the power of our subconscious. And it's it just you may you always make things feel so fun. So, <laughs> so and another thing I want to and definitely want to dive into you know everything you're working on now, but. Something else that I just want to reflect to you that I always notice about you, even when I'm just watching one of your videos, you 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 hold this vibration of of that, of exactly that, of fun, of lightness, <laughs> of the solution. It's like you refuse to come down here no matter what. You are the epitome of you just hold it so steady that even when I'm just like I said, I'm just watching of you talking to somebody else. I feel that and I immediately feel like I'm in a state more of possibility and where, mm. oh, well, actually, there is a solution to this or, oh, this isn't so heavy or, oh, I am fine or whatever. And I think that's just a really rare thing or at least as far as I've come with, you know, um, connecting with even with myself. It's like... I, I just think it's a really rare thing. And I wonder if you could speak to that a little bit and the power of that and like what that's actually doing for people. <laughs> um, well, firstly, thank you. Um, whew, how do I speak to that? For me, I mean, for me, it just feels like that's just who I am. You know, uh, it's, it's not really, it's not really a thought or a practice. And at the same time, I get what you're expressing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's a, it's it's really a side effect or a result of my commitment and devotion to living through excitement, living through inspiration, living through freedom, as opposed to living through push or living through hard work and living through struggle and stress. I don't believe in those things. I never have, even when people thought I was crazy, um, which we can get into later if you want. But because I believe that because from when I was young, my mom always told me, I don't care what you do in life as long as you're happy. I just wish for your happiness. Wasn't I wish for you to be successful or you need to go to school. Like, do whatever you want, just be happy. So from a young age, that gifted me with not only freedom, but resonance. It taught me resonance at a young age of like, oh, this feels right. This doesn't feel right. If it didn't make me happy, I didn't do it. Even with my mom, if she wanted me to do something that I didn't feel like, I'm like, no. Nope. And she'd be like, okay. It was, it was always that. It was always freedom. So I believe it's that I, it's because I constantly water myself with excitement, with joy, with possibility, with creativity. And that just lights you up. It naturally lights you up and has you embody more light. So you have no choice but to be more of the lightness that you actually are. You know, because I, I don't think that this is necessarily a just me thing. You know, of course, I have my own unique vibration in it. But everyone has that kind of expression of joyfulness and, and beingness. Yeah. So I, I, hopefully that answers the question. Is this something that you that you teach other people or because it's a huge mindset shift, right, to go from surviving to thriving. And I know that's corny, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And so how do you is this something you teach people? And if so, how do you do that? In terms of how to go from surviving to thriving? Yes. Yes, it is something that I teach. Um, you know, my whole movement is about taking people from going 
from living struggle to living magic. That's part of why my movement is called Living Magic. And I'm going to use an analogy to, to break this down because obviously like there's so much richness to the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to use the, the analogy of a flower. A seed could have all the potential in the world. Right, ah, Inner Bloom podcast, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> a seed could have all the potential in the world, but if it's not in the right soil and given the right light and water, it doesn't matter how much potential it has, it will never reach it, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. every person is a seed of some sort and they're at a different stage of their evolution, you know, how, however it might be. So for me, the first thing is to look at what's your environment, not just your external environment, but how are you creating your inner environment in terms of, are you being truly honest with yourself about who you are? You know, are you living your truth in your life? Are you suppressing yourself and sacrificing yourself and compromising yourself? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, it's first we need to create the soil inside of people, the environment inside of people. Of So for example, people listening to this right now, if they're wanting to get into a more uh, joyful, enlightened state, let's say, one of the first questions I would ask is that is, are you absolutely living your truth? And are you absolutely being honest with yourself, no matter what? And, and to see what comes up, you know, because chances are people will have like, yeah, but you know, like, yes, I am, or kind of, or I wish I could, but mm-hmm. right. And, and as soon as the word but comes in, that's the limited mind, that's the ego. That's the, it's, that's the famous words of the ego is the but. And so I look at that. We, we explore that and find a way to transform the limitation into freedom through different channelings, practices, and exercises to get them into a space of living their truth. Until you are fully willing to live your truth no matter what, it is near impossible to feel the lightness and fulfillment and emotional wealth that you might want to feel because truth is a reflection of source energy. Mm. And until you are embodying truth, you cannot be a direct uh, emanation of source energy in a way that's resonant. So that's kind of step one is, are you living your truth? Are you being honest with yourself and doing whatever it takes to get you to that space? It's like, okay, there's nothing wrong if you're not doing it, but are you willing? Mm. That's what I care about. Are you willing? So first it's that. And then once they're in a place of, yep, I'm willing to live my truth, but I have fears and I have insecurities and I have traumas, then it's kind of, you know, removing the weeds, so to speak, the weeds of trauma, the weeds of limiting belief, while at the same time watering you with your inspirations, with your intuitions, with your excitements, with your joys, and building your belief system around how that can support you way better than whatever you thought you were doing could support you. And, and that's the, the blossoming pro- process, which captures, you know, the quote that I live my life by, and I say it all the time. It's a quote by Mark Nepo. It says, um, the flower doesn't dream of the bee. It blossoms and the bee comes. Mm. Right? If you really, really sit with that, there's so much wisdom in that, right? The flower doesn't dream of the bee is saying, like, the flower doesn't dream of clients, dream of how, dream of money. It just blossoms, and then it has no choice but to attract the bees of abundance and opportunity and synchronicity. It has no choice. It just bees. It just bees. 
<laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. And and that's such a <clears throat> it's such a powerful I feel like that message has been coming through so strongly lately, or at least for me, this feeling of like it's almost like you're doing too much. <laughs> like you're doing like you're doing but you're not being, right? And the being is where the doing happens. Like the being is what inspires the doing. But if you're yes. doing without the being, then you're you're like doing things and not you'll get frustrated because you're not really you're literally not being yourself because you're being a human doing instead of a human yeah. being. Exactly. <laughs> but what are some ways that people can be like, let's say you're like, well, I feel like I'm being myself. Like, I feel like, it, you know, I mean, I could say that. I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty much being myself, but I could feel there's like another layer there. What is keeping that? I don't really know what that layer is, though. So it's like, how can you how can you go deeper when you don't even really know what's standing there? Just more introspection, more time with yourself? Well, one of the questions I might ask you, for example, is, well, one, I would agree with you. I would agree with you that, like, yeah, you're totally being yourself. You know, you're living your passions and your purpose to the best of your ability. And there's always more, right? There's always infinite expansion. So it's not about a doing or not doing or being or not being it's just how invested are we in our blossom how much are we prioritized and reaching for those higher frequencies and expansion points because it does require a reaching of some sort mm -hmm. so that would be the the first um reflection i would give and then also I, I would ask like are you acting on your highest inspirations and intuitions in every moment or are there times where you're going Oh, yeah, let me put that on the back burner because I believe I need to do this first. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Right? Definitely. So, th so that's, that's the, the game of mastery where, where one, it's not, it's not about, um, what's the word? It's not about judging yourself of like, oh, wait, I'm not acting on my highest inspirations and intuitions in every moment. That means I'm doing something wrong. It's not that. It's, it's just awareness. It's just like, oh, yeah, there is more. The reason why, why am I not doing that? Because I have this belief. Okay, so, and then it's exploring, whether it's with yourself or with a spiritual guide or whatever the case may be. That's why I just say it's, it's a willingness to be fully invested in your blossom and being willing to reach constantly until it becomes your natural habit. You know, people often ask me, like, if I have... Uh, a, a morning ritual or a daily routine, which which kind of makes me laugh, and I I do if we're speaking vibrationally. You know, my constant ritual is to follow my excitement and joy and inspiration and intuition in every moment, yeah. no matter what it is. Period, and and it's not, and I really live it. Like it's not just something I'm saying. You know, it's it's my. You know, I'd asked my friend recently, I'm like, how often do you follow your highest excitement? And he said something like, oh, probably like, you know, like here and there. Like, yeah, I'd say, I'd say a lot of the time, you know, maybe 40%. And he was like, and, he, and then he asked me, he's like, how about you? And my immediate response was with my every breath. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, and I mean that. So that's the practice of building that momentum. And eventually it just becomes a habit because you realize there's no better way to blossom yourself and attract those bees. Mm -hmm. I like that. 
I love that too. Because it also makes me realize it's like when you're doing that, that is that is when you are in full worthiness too. Because you're allowing yourself. Like now I you just made that click for me. It's like if you can do that, if that can become your norm because you practice it, you practice living that way, then that is the vibration of worthiness, which allows everything you want to come to you, right? Because you're saying, I am worthy of making this choice in every single moment, not just sometimes, and not just when it's convenient for other people or me, every time. Yes. And which means you put yourself first, and that's, that's really cool. And it's also logical. You know, this is where I love to blend the left and right brain. You know, it's, it's, it's so, it's the highest form of logic to act in this way because the fact of the matter is our mind is not designed to know how things are going to happen. Our mind is designed to know how things are happening and how things have happened. That's it. Mm -hmm. So if we're there thinking that we actually have the ability to figure things out, then we're working from a flawed sense of logic. However, our higher mind or higher self is the one that has that bird's eye view on our reality. It's the one that can see that when you turn left down that street, you're going to bump into a friend you haven't seen in 10 years and they're going to become your business partner and boom, right? And so when you start to go deep into it and you understand, even just by looking back in your life, just on a purely logical level, when you look back and you see what happened in your life every time you actually acted on your highest inspirations, highest excitements, highest intuitions, what happened? And I can guarantee a hundred percent of the time there was a magical unfolding of some sort. You know, there was some sort of synchronicity. Yeah, maybe shit came up and whatever, but there was, there was an expansion. There was a magical result. So even from a logical perspective, if a hundred percent of the time that you acted on it, you got a magical result, why would you not keep doing it? So powerful. <laughs> Ambie, did you want you to say something? I was just going to say you hurt my brain a little bit because I've never thought about it from that perspective when you said um, we don't have the ability to understand what's going to happen. I was like, hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, so yeah, it's an, I really like that perspective. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's... It's, 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 you know, I call this the difference between trying to figure things out and tuning into where things are already figured out for you. Mm. Yeah. Where things are figured out for you when you, you know, you don't think of your inspirations. You don't think of your intuitions. They drop into you. Same thing with your excitements. I just feel like doing this. It comes to you. So there's some sort of higher intelligence that's trying to give you good feelings to lure you into a direction by yeah. giving you these magical visions for a reason. It's only our physical mind that could look at it and, and poke holes and be like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, but if we, if we kind of start to look at it as like, well, where is this coming from? It seems to be intelligent. And when I act on it, it gives me a magical results. Then we tune into where things are being figured out for us. And we understand how to do that on a consistent basis. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Awesome. So good. Um, Dave, I feel like Ambie and I are just like in a trance. Are you like hypnotizing us like without us knowing? Because we're both just like sometimes. this. We're like very quiet. And we're not usually this quiet. <laughs> no. And, I mean, you know, it's, it's okay. So I get, I get asked that question a lot too. Of like, am I hypnotizing you right now? Yeah. And it really depends on your definition of hypnosis. You know, um, 
like I would say no and yes. Like I'm just, I'm speaking truth, my truth. Oh, who's that little guy? <laughs> my little guy's having a hard day, guys. So I'm just going to mute myself and everybody. Tell him to Facebook come get live. hypnotized. <laughs> David, please hypnotize my five-year-old. No, I'm, <laughs> kid, I'm joking. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not hypnotizing you in the way that most people perceive hypnosis. But if it is hypnotically rewiring you towards joy and towards more of who you are, then actually what's happening is you're getting dehypnotized. Mm. You're coming out of the hypnosis of your limiting beliefs. And that's why it can feel so hypnotic because you're going through that same passageway into more awakening. Yes. That's what the brain Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've noticed with people? <laughs> I totally forgot that was a thing. And I was like, oh, how embarrassing. His name's David. Um, anyway. <laughs> so glad you were embarrassed for me. <laughs> um, Go for no, it. I've noticed that with people or with me talking to people lately, I'll just kind of go into a trance and I'll be like, come on, come back, snap back. Come on, be back here. And I'm just really in embodying what they're saying and really listening. I'm still paying attention. I'm still here. I'm listening to what they're saying, but it's almost like a trance that's happening. So really, really interesting, interesting perspective. And if anything, it, it feels good to me to know that you're just receiving, mm-hmm. right? You're letting yourself receive the water as opposed to thinking that now you need to say something because we're on a podcast. Right. Because it also gives the listeners the chance to do that, too. Maybe they're experiencing the same thing you are. And they're like, hold on, before you ask another question, let me just take this shit in. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. I've been noticing that, too. I notice it. So Ambie and I do this. We usually live stream our podcast recordings. But um, whenever we do one, for some reason, if we can't live stream it, I always notice there's such a difference in our vibration because we're Mm -hmm. relaxed. We're not trying to put on a show. We're just like really comfortable and we're just letting things breathe. And then the funniest things will happen and like we'll laugh so much more every time. And I've been thinking to myself, I'm like, I mean, I love interacting with people on Facebook. Hi, everyone on Facebook. I love you. But um, I also really love that that feeling of just being in that space. Um, And I've also noticed uh, we've been on Clubhouse quite a bit. I don't know if you've been on there, David, but a little bit. Yeah, and David I, was the one that got me addicted to Clubhouse. Oh, really? You was was like, you should. Yeah, he was like, you should be on Clubhouse, and then I was like, what is Clubhouse? And then I got on it, and it was. And now she's I haven't been blown. off it since. Yeah, yeah. And wow. to the point now, when I am done speaking with people in real life, I'll be like, I'm in Russia and I'm, I'm done, done speaking. speaking, and then I'm like, you know what? That's unnecessary right now. <laughs> I, don't to do that. I didn't realize that. That's dope. <laughs> Yeah, we it, but but I do notice that kind of like we're all like uh, up here sometimes because we feel like we got to fill the space. And I always notice when someone speaks who is just like there's so much space around them. They're like, wow, yeah, like they, they don't feel concerned. Someone's going to pop in. They don't feel concerned to entertain people. They they're really like having an experience and sharing that. And so, um, so, yeah, I, I, I think I would like to practice being more in that energy because it it's it's powerful so yeah i feel like speaking is kind of like playing music in that sense right mm. you know like when you're playing a certain symphony sometimes you play it at a certain uh cadence i think is the word you know certain yeah. tempos and, and then sometimes the thing that makes the music strongest is those silent moments those pauses where you just like you take it all in so it's it's a symphony in motion 
So beautiful. Yeah, I love that analogy. Um, wait, David, so <laughs> let's talk about Thoth. Let's talk about your mystery school. So for yeah. those of you who are just uh, hearing David for the first time on this podcast, uh, and you know we've actually had, we've connected with Thoth on this podcast. David has a whole relationship with Thoth um, and and um, Egypt, and which is so near and dear to my heart. And so... David, would love if you could share about um, your connection with Thoth and the, the new mystery school and everything you're working mm. on. Hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you begin? Yeah, seriously. Um, so I guess you could say that Thoth and I are very much two apples from the same tree. You know, from, from one perspective, people like to say I'm an incarnation of Thoth. Um, I kind of see things differently. The most simple way, I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. So Thoth has very much been a mentor of mine for many, many lifetimes. And, and when I speak of Thoth, people usually imagine the individual, you know, usually pictured with the head of the ibis. But there's a difference between the individual Thoth and the consciousness of Thoth. So... Thoth, the individual who people refer to as Thoth, that actually isn't his real name. Thoth is a title in the same way that you might say mystic or doctor. Thoth is literally uh, the scribe of the gods and to be taught by the holy, so to speak. And so Thoth is a title. It's the name of, it's the vibrational signature of the oversoul consciousness is Thoth. And so imagine a sun in your minds. And imagine that sun is called Thoth, and then each ray of that sun is a different incarnation of Thoth. One being the one that most people think of as Thoth, another one being myself, and many, many, many others. So the individual who calls himself Thoth is basically the individual who has awakened to his oversoul, who has ascended to that space where he's able to call himself Thoth, as opposed to his real name of Vamalites. That's his real name. Wow. He actually has that. two other names. Yeah, Vamalites, um, Chekhetet, and Aralich are his wow. three names. And so I work with the energy of Thoth, and the individual, the Ibis, has been my mentor for many, many lifetimes. And we share a mutual passion for magic and for possibility, and really like the inner working, the inner workings of what people will call their spiritual gifts. You know, because a lot of people experience um, their intuition uh, like in flickers, like it might be spontaneous, but they don't know how to consciously okay. access it at will. And then sometimes there's even like master psychics and, and master channelers and, who are very gifted, but don't necessarily understand the inner workings or mechanics of their own gifts in a very simple and practical way. And so our passion is the understanding and sharing that, making it so simple that my grandmother could understand it. And so that's what, that's a big part of what we've been teaching for, well, in this incarnation, the last 10 years or so, um, is how do you embody your higher self and spiritual gifts in a way that makes sense, in a way that it's like learning how to play the piano of your spiritual gifts. You got to learn certain notes. And through that, you know, while spiritual gifts has been a big focus, this is all part of the path of ascension, right? As you, and when I say ascension, just to ground it down more, 
I really mean following your heart's divine guidance. That's, that's the simplicity of ascension for me. It's you're following your heart's divine guidance. And so you're ascending your energy, you're, you're, you're um, igniting your energy, and that is causing an ascension experience inside of you. That spark that you, that you consider your shine, that's what's ascending so that when you pass on from this lifetime, that's what has the potential to go to different dimensions. And I'm, I'm going to go off on a tangent if I keep going that way. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I love to do is to serve those who are on the path of ascension, of following their heart's divine guidance, and who are excited about their spiritual gifts and connecting with spirit guides and angels, and who are simply wanting to learn more and who are wanting support in that direction that is fun, that is resonant, that is grounded, that is practical. And so recently, I was given the directive or the inspiration to create a mystery school, which for me is, you know, it goes so far beyond this wasn't a business idea right for me this was sacred you know this is you don't just create a mystery school um and for those who don't know mystery schools are what they used to have in ancient egypt and they were basically where you went to cultivate higher consciousness to grow your consciousness that was the mystery schools to learn the mysteries of your deeper self so that's what this is about it's um it's an online platform that at the moment contains over 10 years worth of channeled content and videos and exercises and trainings that I've created for 10 years on every topic imaginable from uh, spiritual gifts to love and relationships to self-healing to um, wealth and creativity, everything. And so there's already thousands of hours of channeled videos and experience in there. But my vision for it is really for it to... um, I'm being conscious of my words here. My vision for it is really to serve people in a very above and above and beyond way that goes beyond myself. And so this is where beyond just learning from me. So we're going to have monthly live. Well, we have monthly live training events where we show people how to more deeply connect to source and to heal things and to dissolve karmic love blockages and learn whatever they're wanting to learn in energetic abilities. But beyond just learning from myself, And whoever, you know, I bring through, I'm also bringing in what I call the ascending masters. Mm -hmm. And this is something that really excites me because the ascending masters are essentially the people who have most impacted and inspired me in my own life. My own personal mentors, healers, um, teachers, inspirations that and that's my criteria. It's like you have to have impacted me. You have to have inspired me you know, because I want to give that quality to to people. And so some of them are extremely well-known people. And others are these kind of underground gems that you wouldn't have found unless synchronicity led you to them, right? So I'm bringing forth all these ascending masters and they're going to offer their trainings and teachings as well. And, um, And with all of that, it's also, there's a support community aspect And there's even a mystery school app. So you have it on your phone as well. So it's all super simple. And so basically what I've been calling it, it's like, it's imagine it's like a Netflix for your spiritual growth with monthly live events and a support group. (laughs) Wow. That's cool. That's really neat. 
So awesome. And I love that you're bringing back, like, I love that it's called a mystery school. I mean, ever since I got into spirituality, I've heard about, again, like, I I feel really connected to ancient Egypt and all of that. And so I've always been so, like, drawn to mystery schools and even, you know, I, I love that energy around it. I love the idea of, yeah, like, Netflix for your spiritual growth because, I mean, first of all, how many of us are like, what, what should we watch on Netflix? Like, here you go. This is a, this is, this is a library for people who are wanting to dive into, um, their growth into more magic. It sounds like, um, so, and the other piece of it with coming together and live events, I mean, people are just so craving connection right now. So. Absolutely. You know, it's like, I cracked the joke the other day where I'm like, you know, it's kind of like if, if Netflix and Facebook were to have a spiritual awakening and have a baby, <laughs> that's the mystery school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, I'm super happy and honored and excited to be able to offer it. Um, I'm offering it through my website now. I'm sure you, you know, I'll give you guys the link, but it's, yep. uh, it's essentially livingmagic.life backslash mystery school. And that's where all the information is. We'll put that link in the show notes of this episode. So if you guys are listening to this audio version, just click on the show notes of the episode. We'll put the link in. You'll click. You'll go right there. And they can sign up now, yeah? Is it like a monthly thing? Yep. So, yeah, they got to do monthly or they could do yearly. They have a choice. Epic. Epic. Congratulations, David. It's so cool to see you evolve into this next level for yourself and be able to share so much more of your magic because if you're you're listening, you probably are picking this up. Like David is just <laughs> <laughs> needs to be connected to more people. And so and I, I also want to say, um, I worked with David recently on a couple things, but one thing that um I had been carrying around with me for like five years and it was just really heavy and my intuition kept saying David Lyon David Lyon and so I reached out to David I was like I don't even know how you're working with people right now but like can I work with you I need help and um and I really like went into this I know David is a magical powerful uplifting human but I really went into this thinking like I I'm pretty sure I'm going to go to my grave feeling this way. Like mm. I just have been with this for so long. I just can't imagine not. And mm. we did a session and David really helped me again, held that high vibration, but also helped me see like wow, what that was all about. And, and, and then the gift that it left me. And so it was really cool because after I worked with David, like a, like a telltale, like sign that it not only the fact that I felt like, wow, I feel completely different. I feel like I let this go. But the thing that I was carrying around, it prevented me from listening to this certain type of music. I like could not listen to this type of music without getting insanely triggered. And I loved this music so much. It had previously brought me so much joy. And so right after our session, I was like, you know, maybe like, let me try and listen to a song. And I did. And I felt so happy listening to it. And I got to dive into this old music library I have. And now I listen. Someone else that um, listens, actually, she's on the live stream right now. She messaged me recently and was like, can you make me a playlist of all this type of music? I don't really know it. I know you know it. And I got to go through all my old music, make her music. was totally fine doing it. Like, So I just wanted to share that as a testament to uh, David and the space that he holds. 
um, and, uh, and, and, and the power of what you're creating. I know it's going to, I know it's amazing. And so, um, thank, yeah, thank you. you so much. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate that reflection. And it honestly, it warms my heart every time I hear you share that story, you know, to know that you got that, especially when I hear that part of like, you know, you thought you were going to have to live with this forever, you know, and, you know, regardless of the amount of healers or whatever you, you saw. And so it, when I, when I hear that you, got that liberation and more for yourself it just brings me so much joy and fulfillment so yeah thank you <laughs> absolutely thank you and uh awesome this has been so beautiful um ambi anything you want to say before we wrap up still muted sorry about that um thank you so much for being here the mystery school sounds so exciting and so um expansive so definitely excited um about peeking into that and seeing all of the magic that that holds. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to catching up with you guys more soon. <laughs> totally. Enjoy your time in Costa Rica and uh, we'll be, we'll be reaching out if we end up making it down there. Yes. Um, thank you so much. Everyone who is watching on Facebook, we love you so much. Thank you everyone listening. Um, make sure you leave a rating or review, uh, if you like this and definitely go check out David's mystery school. We love you so much. And until <laughs> next time, keep on blooming, keep on blooming. <laughs> Bye everybody. <laughs> Peace. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 